0: welcome back to your good life now podcast i am frankie martinez and i appreciate you taking time to listen to this podcast and allow me to speak into your life and i hope it encourages you and empowers you that's my biggest heart's desire is that it will help you live your good life now live a better life all the time we can always improve our life and just be happy and speaking of being happy That is the season that we are in. Season four is The Pursuit of Happiness. This is our third episode on The Pursuit of Happiness, and we are talking about the secret of happiness, because there is a secret to being happy through thick and thin, through good times and bad times, because I think it's important to understand, because we're talking about being happy, and sometimes, especially the name of my podcast, Your Good Life Now, it... You know, I've been, I've had a few messages of people thinking like just could be super overly positive and not facing reality. But I understand that we do go through hard times. (laughs) I go through hard times. If you've seen the hard times I'm going through, you would know. (laughs) But we do go through hard times, but it doesn't mean you can't be happy. Okay. And that's what the secret of happiness is. And we're going to talk about that more. So I just want to encourage you to start off with that. I do know that life is hard and life, especially at certain times, sometimes it's a breeze, right? And we all love those times, but we go through different seasons of life and and that's what we're going to talk about today. So I I won't get too much into it because I'll start off with just talking about the definition of happiness is a sense of well-being, joy, or contentment. That's what the definition is. Happiness, And I love this saying here, it says happiness is actually a definition I found online. It says happiness is that feeling that comes over you when you know life is good and you can't help but smile. It's the opposite of sadness. So I think it's cool because I like how this definition said you can't help but smile. And that's the way we need to go through life with a smile. I can smile even when we're going through hard times because life is good and well i'm getting too deep now let's let me read this verse and and we'll we'll go hard okay Uh, but it's still going to end really positive because that's what this podcast is about okay matthew chapter 7 i'm going to read you a few verses from the bible here if you're new to the podcast i do use verses of the bible a lot because it's just my experience if you don't have to be a christian listen to this podcast um maybe you're not that's okay but if you are, that's okay, too. Either way, it's my experience with God as he radically transformed my life. When I was 14, ever since then, he has allowed me to live my good life. And so I use stories of my experience of faith and the Bible because that's my zone. That's where I'm at. That's those. So those are the stories I like to use to relate. But like I said, if you're not a Christian, it's all good because you can still get something very beneficial out of this podcasts and out of these stories so here we go Matthew chapter 7 it says therefore Jesus is speaking by the way in this verse he says therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock the rain came down the streams rose the winds blew and beat against that house yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. So Jesus gives a parable, a story about two different types of people, right? One who heard and obeyed the words of God and built his house, or it could be considered a life, built your life on the rock. And the storms came and his house stood, his life or house was still standing. The other guy didn't listen and built his house on the sand. And when the storms came, his life or house fell apart. The object of this story is I want you to pay attention. Here's a guy who obeyed God, here's a guy who didn't. Okay, they both built a house, lived their life. But what do you notice that's the same about this example? The rains and the storms and the streams rose to both people, to both people. The guy that was living and obeying God and the guy that wasn't, what was the similarity? They both experienced storms, rains, and the streams rising up against their life. And why is this important? It's important to know because living a life that honors God like the story says, does build your house on the rock. But it doesn't mean the storms won't come. It doesn't mean you're not going to have trials, troubles, adversity, stuff like that. And I think it's very important because sometimes if you are a Christian, you understand that you kind of tend to believe more that, well, this shouldn't happen to me. I'm a Christian. By no means am I saying that bad things should happen or anything like that. But I do understand this verse, as you see in the story, sometimes we gotta understand that the storms are good for us and they actually do some very good things in our lives. But what you see in the story is that storms are gonna come regardless if you're living for God or not, because it's just part of life. Life has troubles adversities and not just life it's people people don't understand each other they misunderstand each other and that causes problems even of its own there's our physical bodies there's so many things that just cause trouble in life and they need to be experienced walked through so it's important that we don't understand just because you love god or serve god doesn't mean that you're never going to have a rough day but it does mean what A life built on Christ doesn't protect you from the storms, but it ensures that you will outlast the storm. And that's awesome. And that's amazing. And that's why I do everything I can to live a life that would honor God, because even though I still got to go through stuff, I want to outlast the stuff. I want my life to be built on the rock. So when the storm passes and it's done, I'm still smiling. Come on. And I want you to keep smiling too. And you can smile through a trial. I like this story because it shows us that we all go through stuff. We go through seasons. There's different, there's four seasons in the year, right? There's winter, spring, summer, fall, all these seasons. And it just changes. There's day, there's night. Life is full of this constant transition constant change and our life follows that same pattern where sometimes we're in seasons of blessings where it feels like everything we touch is turning to gold and sometimes we're in seasons where we're like god where are you Uh, But the awesome thing is, regardless of what seasons you go through, we're going to go through ups and downs. Ecclesiastes talks about that there is a time for everything. There's a time to laugh, to cry, to smile, to be sad. There's all these different seasons of life that constantly changes. But there is a secret to happiness that you can experience happiness in every season of your life. Now, again, happiness, the definition, I'm going to go back to happiness, is a sense of well-being joy contentment okay happiness a sense of well-being some contentment doesn't mean that you're gonna be ha laughing I love everything all the time okay that's more like insanity <laughs> but because there's sometimes where you do cry or you do you feel pain you do feel the punch of life but we can still be content and happy so here's the secret you guys ready Paul the Apostle shares this truth in Philippians chapter 4 verse 11. It says, I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. He's learned to be content. Now, remember, one of the definitions of being happy is to be content. So if that's the same definition, you can say, I've learned to be happy, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned. Keyword learned. I have learned the secret Of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through Christ, Christ who gives me strength. So this is Paul the Apostle saying that he has learned the secret of being content in every situation. Being content, I love the Amplified Bible because it goes into detail and it says, to be content means to be satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am. Very good, huh? I'm gonna read that one more time. Listen to that. Amplified Bible says that word there, content means to be satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am. I'm telling you, we're going to go through different seasons of life. They're going to go through ups and downs and curves and twists and turns and 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 all these different seasons. But I like how it says I've learned to be satisfied where it's not going to disturb me or disquiet me. What that means is to be content or even smile through a trial to be happy doesn't mean you're going to be like, you know, thanking God for pain. That's weird. But what it means is, or at least like laughing at a joy for pain, but it means content is a state of peaceful happiness to not be disturbed by it contentment isn't settling for second best. I, I know that's the, the kind of word, well, I don't wanna be content. I wanna strive for the best. I wanna, I don't wanna, con- we think content is settling, right? We're like, no, I'm not gonna be content where I am because God has more for me. God wants it, and I yes, God does have more for you, more for me, more for all of us. God wants us to increase. I believe the Bible says that God always takes us higher and never lower. So that is the truth, right? But being content isn't settling, It's refusing to allow a situation to steal your peace, and that's important. So remember, being content doesn't mean you're settling, you're accepting less than, I should have this or that or or live this kind of life. I shouldn't be content where I'm at. I'm going to strive for more. Strive for more while you be content. You could do both because being content isn't settling for second best. Being content is just refusing to allow this situation to steal your peace, right? And I love how the verse where Paul says, "I've learned to be content." Why does he say that? Because it doesn't come naturally. Naturally, when we are in situations that we don't like, or maybe not the best situations, we—it's not that doesn't come natural to be content. We we're upset, we're sad, depressed, or angry, mad, or whatever um, emotions or situations. However, different people handle things, right? But Paul says, I've learned to be content. I had to train myself. I had to practice. I had to get better at it. I had to learn to be content so that it doesn't steal my peace. I had to learn to be content so I could still smile and have a sense that everything's going to be okay. That's what contentment is. It's when deep in your heart, you know, yes, this ain't the best, but it's going to be okay. It's going to work out. I can still have peace inside. I can still know it's going to work out because I'm content inside and that's the goal that's what we want that's how you can smile even through a trial right Paul had to learn that why why did Paul have to learn it and why is it so important because it takes faith to be content right the only way we can be content is to have faith that God is still in control it's gonna work out all things are working for my good this situation isn't happening to me, it's happening for me to make my life better, to change something in me, maybe to help me gain some experience or knowledge or wisdom or, or you know, whatever the case. There's so many things you can, you got to go through a mess to get a message, a test to get a testimony, whatever. There's so many different things you can get out of a, a rough time, a hardship a challenge, right? If we had no challenges, we wouldn't be champions. Champions are ones who overcome and conquer. So it's as we overcome and conquer difficulties of life, we become champions and we win, right? So that's so awesome and important, but we got to understand that Paul had to learn how to be content because it does take faith. It takes faith to be content because faith cannot dwell in a disturbed soul disturbed mind when your soul is being um, you know racked with all the stresses of life when the storms are come beating on the house if we can learn to quiet our soul and to trust in the lord through that that this will pass this season will not remain forever this will And the season will change. It's not going to be winter forever. Spring's going to come and things are going to flourish. It helps us get through it. And it helps us be content and to trust God. And I like that about what Paul says. He says, I've had plenty and I've had nothing. I've had abundance and a little. I've I've been full and satisfied and I've gone hungry. Not just talking about food, maybe full and satisfied in your purpose, full and satisfied in life and then hungry in life and feeling like you haven't your purpose isn't being fulfilled. These are natural things that come and go, but the point that Paul learned, he goes, man, I've been through it all, but what I learned is how to be content. How to be content regardless of my outside circumstances. It does take faith to be content. If you're not content, then we can't live in faith. And we want to stay in faith because it's faith that pleases God. It's faith that releases the miraculous in your life. It's faith that just does amazing things. So we want to stay content. And how we can do that is through trusting God, through leaning on Him. What does that verse say? One of the most popular verses I love, I quote a lot Proverbs 3 5 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, right? In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Lean not on your own understanding. I don't know why the storm's beating my house. Well, guess what? The storm eventually beats on everybody's house. The question is not trying to stop the storm, but making sure your heart's content and built on the rock. So when the storm passes, You have made it. You have survived. You are an overcomer because you've conquered. You outlasted the storm. And and that's amazing. That's amazing to smile. It's the secret of happiness is to be able to, to trust God in regardless of whatever situation we're going through, to be content through it. Contentment is trusting God. And it allows us to go through a trial with a smile and live your good life even when things aren't ideal you can still live your good life and that's that's i hope this encourages you cuz that's what gets me through so much and i hope it encourages you to go through life with a smile and to realize that regardless of whatever season you're in you know you can always live your good life and always smile and trust god and know that things will work out things are going to change for the better if we can learn let's practice learning to be content being happy and smiling regardless, because we know that God is for us and not against us. And what does the Bible say? If God is for us, who can be against us? God's on our side. Things are working out, guys. So I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. Uh, If you have a minute, say hi on social media. Send us an email, at yahoo.com. We'll hope you check in next week as we continue our season on the pursuit of happiness. Smile because God is good, life is good. And as always, my friends, cheers to your good life.